Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Slice Wrestling Radio. Um, this is the free episode that we will go over all the news coming out of this week's Raw, uh, as well as some of the Royal Rumble uh, events and injuries and things like that. Um, it was an eventful week um, so far and last week for WWE in terms of the company history and also the trajectory of the company of where it's headed. Um, the Royal Rumble 2024 was the first WWE premium live event that was basically headed by um, no McMahons included in any of the production. Um, and I believe it's the dawn of a new era for WWE. Uh, this week's Raw took place from Tampa, Florida, for the, from the Emily Arena. Um, basically, it started with the CM Punk confirming that he will miss WrestleMania due to a torn tricep. Uh, CM Punk suffered this injury in the Royal Rumble match late in the match in a spot with Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre hit CM Punk with the Future Shock uh, DDT um, and basically landed wrong in his, um, I believe, right arm. Um, if you take a look at our social medias, we had posted the video uh, and you can actually see the spot where Drew McIntyre um, injured CM Punk. Now, these are the type of things that happen from time to time. There's no heat on Drew McIntyre at the moment or anything like that. Um, Drew McIntyre is actually being positioned pretty well heading into the road to, the, to WrestleMania. So basically, Raw started with CM Punk confirming this, that he will indeed uh, miss WrestleMania. Uh, rehabilitation time, uh, an expected rehab time for CM Punk to return. We're looking at probably... June, <clears throat> possibly July, if they want to play, play it safe, and earliest is May. Um, John Cena had came back from some injuries in the past ahead of time. Uh, that was with extreme rehabilitation and training. And there's no, there's no telling if, if um, WWE and CM Punk will want to push to return. Um, he's out for WrestleMania. Um, you know, if he if he pushes himself to make it back, whether it's the May premium live event or the June, um, you know, especially at his age, the safe bet would, would just be to follow his doctor's orders and to basically follow the rehab program as is. Um, so he started out saying, you know, basically tears in his eyes, saying how um, <clears throat> he never gives up and that he will... Uh, be back next year as a Cubs fan, um, a longtime Cubs fan. There's always next year, which is a famous saying for Cubs fans. Um, and that was a shoot. I mean, he was really uh, devastated uh, by this injury. Um, sources indicated to us how CM Punk uh, broke down in tears when he got to the backstage area after this segment. And <clears throat> it's just a very difficult very difficult um, situation to go through. Um, if, you, if you are in CM Punk shoes, um, you are older, you don't have a lot of time as a younger superstar, superstar to rehab from an injury, come back from an injury, and have a lot of more opportunities. Um, when you reach that age, it's harder to rehab, um, to go through surgeries, and to come back 100%. Um, so he has a lot of hard work and um, rehab over the next few months. We wish him well and hope he makes a full recovery. Drew McIntyre interrupted this segment 
<clears throat> Drew McIntyre basically said that, um, you know, he started off real serious and somber and was like, you know, I'm sorry this happened and, you know, he feels bad and, you know, basically that's when he turned heel and was like, I had prayed for this to happen. And basically he attacked CM Punk, took him out, and uh, Sami Zayn came out for the save, um, for the babyface save. Um, so that's where that seg seg segment ended. After that, we had um, the Judgment Day defeat uh, DIY for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. Um, very good match, very good spots, um, back and forth uh, for most of it. First hour of Raw was commercial free. Um, so they were able to basically get through a lot of the action in the first hour. Um, but Judgment Day ended up getting the win. <clears throat> and after that match, they basically called out R-Truth. Damian, Damian Priest mentioned to R-Truth how he likes him and he thinks he's funny. Uh, and this goes back um, to the skit they've been going off of R-Truth pretending to be in the Judgment Day and selling T-shirts and... You know, giving them cash, wads of cash, uh, giving them their cut from all the t-shirts he was selling and basically trying to fit in with this group. Um, and then basically Damian Priest says, you know, I like your truth. Um, and that's why I don't want to be the one to do this to you. And then that's when uh, J.D. Um, McDonough attacked him from behind. Um, after that, we had Shayna Baszler. And Zoe Stark, uh, they defeated Chelsea Green and Piper Nevin. Uh, match was okay. Nothing uh, spectacular. I do like the combination of Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark. I think that's a good one-two punch. Uh, real technical uh, crew. Um, Shayna Baszler is a, is a master of submission. Um, she has that MMA background. And Zoe Stark just fits right in with that team. So it'll be interesting to see um, how far WWE can take that tag team. After that women's tag, Cody Rhodes came out and the crowd, that Tampa crowd was much louder than the Royal Rumble crowd, in my opinion. Um, they really brought that energy, which I love. I love hot wrestling crowds, you know, whether it's New York, Chicago, LA, Miami, um, <clears throat> some, some places like, um, whether it's Alabama, Louisiana, North Carolina, uh, those are the places that I really enjoy watching wrestling, some, some places in Texas. So shout out, shout out to all you cities and fans that are always bringing that energy to events when you go out to have a good time and watch your wrestling, support your wrestlers and support your, your events. Because if the crowd doesn't bring that energy, you kind of have a flat event and the wrestlers feed off your energy. So it's important that you guys are loud, <clears throat> whether it's doing chants, clapping, what have you, and just giving your A1 energy. Uh, basically, Cody Rhodes came out. He did his famous bit of, you know, what do you guys want to talk about? And basically he says, we are on the road to WrestleMania 40. Let's make this WrestleMania official. And that's when Seth Rollins' music hits. Seth Rollins came out. And basically Seth Rollins said that, you know, he is very... Um, it's a special thing what Cody Rhodes did, winning back-to-back -back Royal Rumbles. No one has won back-to-back -back Royal Rumbles since Stone Cold. And so he gave him his props. He gave him his respect. They shook hands. And then Seth Rollins said that basically he should pick uh, Seth Rollins to face at WrestleMania because the 
WWE World Heavyweight Championship is the real Dusty Championship. It's the real, it's the real Workers Championship. It's the real uh, blue collar, uh, you know, week in week out championship that's defended. Uh, Roman Reigns is never here, and that's why the WWE World Heavyweight Championship was created in the first place. And that him and Cody basically, you know, Seth Rollins went into saying that him and Cody basically built up the legacy of that World Heavyweight Championship match. Um, he made a very, very uh, good case for Cody to pick him at WrestleMania. I believe he uplifted the, you know, the status of the World Heavyweight Championship much, much more. And I just think it was a spectacular uh, performance and promo by Seth Rollins. I mean, that may be one of the best Seth Rollins segments, promos I have ever seen in my life. Um, and I'm not exaggerating. Um, he completely captivated uh, the crowd. Uh, you could even see it in Cody Rhodes, how he was, um, you know, taken back by what Seth Rollins was explaining to him. And to be honest, it made a lot of sense. I mean, from a business standpoint, obviously you want the bigger match to be Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Um, and that's the bigger marquee match. And that's the match that, you know, in essence, WWE has been building towards for, you know, somewhat of a year now. But Seth Rollins made a lot of critical key points in that promo. Um, you know, in many ways, even looking at it, it does, you know, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, in, in essence, took inspiration from the uh, NWA title, from the big, from that big gold belt that Ric Flair used to uh, carry around. Um, it has very much the same styles and designs and molding from that belt. And <clears throat> to be honest with you, you know, Seth Rollins just made a lot of good points and you know, Cody, Cody Rhodes, you know, Seth Rollins said, well, you don't have to answer me now. I'm just asking you to think about it. Cody Rhodes said, you know, I respect you and I will think about it. And that was the end of the segment. Um, there was a lot of people in social media, um, viewers, watchers, uh, even followers of Slice Wrestling that mentioned to us how they actually would, would want to see that match now, that they would have no problem uh, seeing that match. Um, and it makes a lot of sense because, you know, what Seth Rollins said is, is, an, is in a way true. You know, Roman Reigns is a part-timer now. Uh, he wasn't there every other week, and then it was every other month. Now he's there just once every three months or so often. And it's like that title is not defended as much as the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, you know, one of Cody Rhodes' best matches was against Seth Rollins in that Hell in the Cell match. Um, and it just, it just seems like these two have that connection to each other um, a little bit more than Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. I, I think the chemistry between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, to me, um, is just a, that much more deeper than Cody Rhodes and Roman, and Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins have a deeper connection um, and I guess it's just a matter of the fact that, you know, Cody has been on Raw pretty much his whole time in WWE along with Seth Rollins. And, um, you know, his debut in WWE was against Seth Rollins. Then he had hit that famous Hell in the Cell match against Seth Rollins. And it just seems like a lot of Cody Rhodes' um, highlight moments in the WWE universe has come against Seth Rollins. 
I think that's what it is when I think of them too. Um, Cody Rhodes will be at SmackDown this Friday um, to continue this discussion about his decision. And that's where we are with that. After that uh, segment, we had Jay Uso defeat Big Bronson Reed. Uh, Big Bronson Reed got a new um, video package for his entrance, kind of like a Godzilla looking thing. And he's like smashing uh, buildings and uh, stomping all over the ground. And it was very cool. Um, I do like Big Bronson Reed's character and look. Um, and I expect him to have a big uh, 2024. After that, Gunther defeated Kofi Kingston in the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Gunther's reign continues. His reign of dominance continues. Um, after that, Imperium attacked uh, Kofi and Xavier Woods and left them on the ground beaten. Next up, we had the Kabuki Warriors, which are the WWE Tag Team Champ, uh, Women's Tag Team Champions. They, de they defeated uh, Tegan Knox and Natea. Damage Control came out after for a segment. Uh, Bailey was basically mentioning how she is the winner of the 2024 Women's Royal Rumble um, and how she basically is going to make her, her choice. Um, and how she outlasted uh, Rhea Ripley's previous record of duration in a Women's Royal Rumble match. Um, Rhea Ripley came out. Rhea Ripley's music hit. Uh, Rhea Ripley came out saying, you know, started speaking that, cutting the promo that, you know, if she picks her, blah, 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 it doesn't matter. And then Nia Jax attacked Rhea Ripley from behind. Um, they brawled down the ramp all the way to the ring, brought Rhea into the ring um, with all of damage, damage Control standing in the corner watching this beatdown, and Nia Jax laid down some brutal leg drops on Rhea Ripley. Um, and it was just uh, a beatdown on Rhea Ripley. Um, Nia Jax turned around, uh, made her attention towards Bailey and the rest of the Damage Control uh, basically um, escaped through the ropes and left Bailey on her own. Um, we dropped a report a couple days ago on SliceWrestling.com. All you guys can uh, read that report, how Bailey, her plans for WrestleMania, and her plans are to go against uh, IO Sky for WrestleMania 40. Okay, after that, we had uh, the main event, which was Drew McIntyre uh, defeated Sami Zayn. Um, they're getting a lot of heat on Drew McIntyre. Uh, you know, he's probably, besides Gunther, uh, probably the top heel on Raw, the Raw brand. I think they're doing a good job for McIntyre. Um, you know, to me personally, they, they need to get rid of the, the, the kilt. They need to get rid of the sword. They need to get rid of, you know, the happy-go-lucky, you know, thing he, he had going on previously. You know, he just needs to be a badass, come out, kick ass, drop guys left and right, claim more kicks left and right, and just go out there and take what he wants by any means necessary. I think, I think this is working for Drew McIntyre in his favor. Um, he's being built into plans for WrestleMania. And we'll have a report later on this week on plans for Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania 40. So that was Raw from Tampa, Florida, the Emily Arena. Um, NXT Vengeance Day takes place Sunday from the F&M Bank Arena in Clarksville, Tennessee. 
It's got a pretty strong card um, on there. Starting with the NXT Championship, Eli Dragunov versus Trick Williams. Trick Williams is actually pulling du double duty that night because he's also going to be in the finals of the um, Dusty Tag Team Classic for the Dusty Cup. Um, he, it, it will be Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams versus Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin in the finals of the Dusty Cup. You have also a NXT Women's Championship, Kyla Va Valkyrie versus Roxanne Perez. Um, that is going to be a solid women's championship match. Um, and then you also have an NXT North American Championship of Oba, Femi versus Dragon Lee. Um, that's the card for NXT Vengeance Day. Some other news and notes for this week in terms of wrestling. The big one right now is Pro Wrestling Tees announced that all Okada merchandise will not be available after February 1st. February 1st, um, which will be Thursday, February 1st, is when Okada officially becomes a free agent. Uh, this is going to cause a frenzy in the wrestling, uh, wrestling world. Um, a lot of people speculating where he may go. Uh, we will have a special Red Book report dropping on Okada um, pretty much shortly after you hear this podcast. Um, you know, obviously, they're going to be throwing money, a lot of money, at a main event headliner like Okada. I think he can go to WWE or AEW. I think he will be effective in both. But I'm not so sure money is going to be the driving force in this decision for Okada. A lot of this is going to have to be, you know, he's headed towards the twilight of his career. He wants to experience different things. He wants to have certain matches against certain certain opponents um there's cert certain things that he wants to achieve in wrestling before he retires and you know i i just think it's similar to daniel bryan when daniel bryan left wwe and went to AEW. you know it's not so much a money motivation it's more of a goal motivation and what's going to make him happy as a person um and as a professional wrestler and for his career you know, what achievements can he unlock? What goals can he um, successfully achieve next? And I think that's the main uh, driving force um, behind Okada's decision. <clears throat> um, SmackDown is this Friday. Uh, a few things have already been announced in terms of SmackDown. Roman will be there. Uh, they have advertised Roman. Uh, basically, his road to WrestleMania begins. Uh, Roman right now is um, third all-time on the WWE Championship reign days. Um, he's over 1,200 days. He needs another 200 days, 200-something-odd days to catch up to Hulk Hogan. And then number one is Bruno Sarmatino at about 2,800 days or something like that, a staggering number. Um, it's history every time you see Roman Reigns. Uh, don't take it for granted. I know some people may be bored of the rain. They may want it to end. Um, you know, it's been a long time. You know, it, it's, it's been almost, um, you know, four years uh, this summer, this August, will be four years that Roman Reigns has been undisputed uh, universal champion. Um, but this is history. This is not something you're going to see every year. This is not something that's going to come along um, maybe ever in your lifetime. I mean, 
to see a guy in this modern era be so dominant for, for so long, whether or not he cheats in the matches or Sola Sokoa has Samoan spike people left or right or the Usos have helped him, whatever the case may be, um, to see a guy go this long and be so good uh, for this amount of time is an achievement in itself because the landscape of wrestling is just much different now. And with the on-demand of content and shows and just, you know, all the different changes happening in the world of wrestling, whether it's streaming or just the way the booking of it and how companies are being sold and, you know, whatever. It's just so many things change on a weekly basis now in pro wrestling. It's kind of hard to see things stay the same. So I think Roman is definitely a future Hall of Famer. Um, Enjoy this run and enjoy witnessing this run during this time uh, as a fan. Um, Hulk Hogan came out this week. He did an interview. Uh, Hulk Hogan said that uh, how he perceives Roman Reigns to paint these masterpieces when he does his matches, the way he controls the crowd, the way he, you know, just builds up that heat. And you can see that. It's like... Roman Reigns is, doesn't have the most um, ath- athletic matches, but neither did Hogan, neither did Cena, you know, neither really did The Undertaker. And it's like all these guys knew how to captivate the crowd, how to draw heat, how to just, even with just the, the, the flick of a wrist, to just get the reaction that they wanted from the crowd. And, and that's a special gift. And... I think that just also comes from Roman growing up in the Samoan dynasty and being around wrestling all his life. Um, It's the same thing like Randy Orton, you know, you know, Charlotte Flair, you know, there's Cody Rhodes. You know, you have these people who are like second generation or third generation superstars and they'll always have that edge against, you know, other guys and girls who, who, who aren't brought up in a wrestling family. Like they'll always have that just it factor to them that they just have those natural God-given gifts that separate them from the rest. Um, Logan Paul also returns to SmackDown this Friday. Uh, The United States champion will continue his, um, his road to WrestleMania. Expect him and Kevin Owens to continue their feud due to the DQ um, final result at the Royal Rumble. Bailey, Bailey will make her decision on her road to WrestleMania this, um, this Friday. It'll be interesting to see her storyline continue. And Cody will also be um, at SmackDown. So Cody and Roman will be at the same event in the same building um, on Friday. So that is pretty much the updates for wrestling for this week. Uh, we, like I said, we have NXT Vengeance Day on Sunday. We have SmackDown on Friday. We are on the road to Elimination uh, Chamber. That is the first stop before WrestleMania. So expect some Elimination Chamber um, qualifying matches to start taking place on, um, on SmackDown and on Raw. Um, it's a very exciting time for wrestling fans. There's going to be a lot happening. So we hope you all in, enjoy. Thank you all who have signed up for the Slice Wrestling Red Book. We have had a successful launch. It is better than we thought. Um, just the, the, the subscriptions, the uh, feedback, 
you know, the excitement. I mean, that's basically what this is for. Um, it's just to make your wrestling view, viewing experience just more fun. And as I said in the first episode, we want to eliminate all the frills and all the nonsense and all the mumbo jumbo from wrestling news. I think there's a lot of that out there. And I feel like instead of focusing on what matters most, which is having fun, I feel like a lot of wrestling media and reporters kind of get caught up in the disputes and, you know, <clears throat> the back and forth online on Twitter. And it can get very negative sometimes. So, you know, the Slice Wrestling is a, is a breath of fresh air. And we hope that you enjoy it. Sign up to Redbook if you haven't yet. There's going to be tons of Redbook um, exclusives dropping um, from here on out. We got an Okada Redbook exclusive dropping this week. And we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. Um, that is the show. We hope you guys enjoyed. And we'll talk to you guys after some time. <laughs>